Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, thanks for joining me again. Good to have you along. Today, we're going to take a little trip down memory lane and I'm going to tell you about my first ever HR manager job. And that was in a town called Wollongong, which is about an hour south of Sydney. Beautiful place. You've got gorgeous beaches. You've got mountains in the background, sunny days, all that sort of stuff. And yeah, if you want the big bright lights of the city, uh, just a, a short drive up to Sydney. And uh, I was living there around about the time of the Sydney Olympics. So very cool place to be. Got up there and saw lots of events and athletics and soccer and the marathon, all kinds of things. So yeah, a great spot. But that business, I worked with an excellent engineering manager and he yeah, he was very data-driven, very process-driven, an excellent people manager, very uh, uh, good understanding of how people operate. But I always loved this thing he had on the wall, which was a framed American $1 bill. Uh, and there was a caption that said, in God we trust, but then in brackets it said, all others must bring data. So in God we trust, all others must bring data because people would be coming to him saying, oh, I want this piece of machinery or I need this upgraded or this or that and the other. He'd always say, well, what's the data tell us? And we would go through a process and that way he could prioritize it and really understand it. You see that kind of thing a lot more in the uh, the tech world these days, but that opened my eyes and I always remember that, um, that picture that he had framed on the wall. And it came back to me the other day when I sent out an email to my private newsletter list, my email group. And in that I was just sharing that normally I just send text-based emails out. But this time I was sending a, I don't know, maybe slightly glossier version with logos and pictures and a nicer layout. And I was just sharing the story that the reason I was doing that, because over the last few years, I've sent more than three, three million emails out for myself and for my clients. Uh, And across all of those emails, I've tested almost every variable you can think of, such as the different subject lines. Do you use plain text versus fancy designs? Do we even stick GIFs in there, funny GIFs or GIFs, however you want to say it? Um, Sending on different days of the week, different times of the day. Uh, Is the call to action going to be a free resource or a special offer or something else? You know, so there's all these different variables you can test. Um, And I've always kept track of all the email statistics and that includes the open rates, the clicks, the conversion rates, the um, attached revenue where possible to track that through. There's always been one particular variable that's always the top performer when it comes to email, in my experience, and across all of those sort of 3 million emails sent. Uh, and it applies to most other marketing methods too. And I'll, I'll go and, you know, I'll leave that as a teaser. I'll, I'll tell you about that in a future episode. But there is a clue in the way that I've laid out the services page on my website, which is getmorehrclients.com forward slash services. So take a look at that, see if you can work it out for yourself. Um, but anyway, back to this email, I thought I'd just test uh, a new variant and that's having a more image heavy layout against a control group of HR business owners who get the text only version uh, because yeah, you've always got to be testing. Now, how does this apply to you and to your business in the HR sector? And my question is, when was the last time you ran a test or an experiment in your marketing? So for instance, a lot of businesses will do LinkedIn outreach, you know, where a member of the team or even the business owner or um, an assistant 
will do manual messaging or even automated messaging uh, to people in the target market and sending people uh, the LinkedIn in-mail messages. And if you're like most businesses, you're probably either sending versions of this, which is either um, I've got this free report or a free webinar or something else, please consume it, please watch it, please listen to it, please read it. Or another version might be just, hey, buy my stuff. Uh, we run training, we run, we have consulting, we've got this product, please buy it. Okay, so there's nothing wrong with pitching your services or offering useful content. I test these kinds of messages myself too, and for clients, so there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're only uh, sending one type of message, then how do you know if it's the best type of message to send? So could you be testing? Could you be split testing one version against a control variable? Okay, so could you be running, for instance, on the LinkedIn thing, campaign A, which might be free content, but you run that versus campaign B, which is the sales pitch, so divide them out. Could you then add in campaign C into the mix, which is something either more subtle or hard sell, however you want to work it, but a different version again. And you can track those numbers in a simple spreadsheet. Campaign A, 50 people, 100 people, 1,000 people got version A. The other group got version B, and then maybe add in a 10 or 20% section for campaign C. And the idea is that when you find a winner, that becomes your new control variable, or your control group, sorry, and then you run uh, variable groups against that. And you just keep ratcheting it up so you're seeking further and further improvements. And obviously, you need to keep testing because it changes over time. But testing applies to anything. You can run tests and experiments in almost any aspect of your sales and marketing. So for instance, in Google Ads, you could send website traffic to different landing pages. Uh, I do this all the time and I do this with clients where we might start off with one page, never send them to your homepage by the way, but anyway, set up a landing page and then um, we would build a split test landing page which has a slightly different layout or a more stronger call to action or perhaps some free resources where they will opt in to join your mailing list so that if they disappear again they don't forget about you forever because you've got the details um, versus a, a, a different version again. So Google Ads, that is built for testing. You can run experiments on all components. Which keywords you're going to run, which landing pages you're going to send them to, um, what's the call to action, all that sort of stuff. LinkedIn, so LinkedIn content, even just if you're doing organic posts, free posts on LinkedIn, you can do split tests of story-based posts versus more informative posts versus call to actions versus video format versus um, uh, picture for, uh, formats, etc. So one client that I work with, the company with it, we've got a plan where we map out what we're going to talk about and what are the different layouts and, and content types. And we're gradually measuring the performance of the different formats. So is a long post better than a short post? If we stick a video with it, is that better or is it worse? If we have an external link on it, is that better or worse? And gradually you're building up data. Same with sales meetings. You could, I know this sounds a bit crazy, how do you do split testing in sales meetings? But you could, uh, over time, measure different sales approaches or in if you use sales scripts, then you could uh, measure sales script version A versus B. So one might be a hard sell. Hey, you have to buy our stuff or the world will end versus a soft sell, which is more about consulting and informing and, and gently asking questions, versus another version again. But you can do that all the time. You can say, right, for this sales 
group this list of calls. I'm going to do version A for the next batch. I'm going to do version B, etc. So you can keep track of that. Pricing, you can test your current price versus an increased price. There's a whole world of information and debate or whatever on the topic of pricing and pricing elasticity whereby you know if you're going to increase your price are you going to lose volume or does it make no difference but you can run tests on those and you you know amazon is the famous example and they're testing different variations and things all the time to find the optimal level podcast so you can uh, test different topics or different formats solo like this one or having a guest where you're interviewing them uh, short versions long versions questions and answers or just straight monologues whatever you want to do but you can test these and and for instance podcast uh, providers or the software that sits behind them they can track the number of downloads so what i do for clients is what if, if we're running a podcast campaign you can download the number of plays or listens or downloads divide that by the number of days since uh, release date and that will give you a nice sort of percentage or rating for each uh, item and then over time you can categorize them and note that certain topics rise to the fore or certain uh, formats are more attractive etc and if you want to add calls to actions to those episodes then that's how you can track conversion and potential clients obviously a good way to do it is when you get a new client is ask them how did you hear about us but anyway other ways of testing things might be the call to action in your emails. So if you're going to email your um, your database, your clients or your sales leads, etc., what is the call to action going to be at the end of the email or halfway through, whatever it may be? Is it going to be booking a demo? So if you've got software or product, are you going to book a demo versus a sales call versus having a download for a free guide or something? But you can absolutely run split tests of these. So we're going to send uh, half of our list. We're going to send them a please book a sales call call to action. And then the other half of the list is going to receive a please download a free guide call to action. And you can see through the statistics, through the email tracking system, which one performs better. Not only which one gets more clicks, but which one feeds into actual sales calls or new clients or new revenue. It's not that hard to connect the stuff together, but unless you're thinking about it and having a bit of a plan in place, then you'll, you'll never get around to doing it. Uh, Facebook ads, I mean, that's a classic. Like Google ads, it's a testing and experimentation and uh, data-driven platform. You could test just on which audiences are you gonna run ads to. Narrow audiences, so people in um, Minnesota who like a particular type of food and only like the Minnesota Timberwolves and they like to go skiing on a Tuesday whatever the data is that's a very narrow audience versus a wide audience of males only ages um, 30 to 60 in the US you know so you can have all kinds of tests but they're narrow versus wide in the audience as an example you can also test ads or advertising in the HR media so in every country, there is HR media, um, and it starts with your you know, national bodies. You get the Shrooms, um, the Aries, etc., the CIPDs of the world, and then you've got all of the specialist HR websites, newsletters, um, etc., and they will offer advertising. So you can split test the different um, media 
channels, if you like. So which outlet would you run ads in or promotions in? And then from there, it's a world of choice, such as what type of content might you promote? Is it a just sales call? Is it a attend our webinar? Is it a download this free guide, etc.? Is it a case of promoting a particular event or are you just going to run ads to your business? Because they've got all kinds of options. But that's a, again, it's a classic example of testing stuff. The last thing to think about away from the HR world is to look at newspapers and look for advertisements and advertisements that you've seen before, because that's a great sign that the ad works. And it might be, um, I'm thinking of a, an SME financing company ad that I see all the time. So for small to medium businesses, how to get financing for them. This ad runs all the time and I have seen variations of that ad, but this one just keeps running and there is a particular URL. So a, a website page for people to go to if they've read the ad so they can track who has read the ad, who's gone to this specific page. Therefore, we know that they've come from this particular ad. Once they've landed on this page, you know, there's call to actions and get them to sign up and stuff, but that's all very trackable once they're on the website. So if you know that someone's read a newspaper sitting in a coffee shop that they've landed on this hidden page of the website, which is only listed or advertised in this one particular ad. So you know that they've arrived at this website page because of the ad. Uh, and then you can track what happens next. Have they opted in to get some free information? Have they booked a call? Have they asked to speak to a salesperson? You can track that right through to that little ad that you saw in the newspaper on the Sunday afternoon in the coffee shop. So there's lots of cool stuff you can do, but unless you're testing it and, and implementing a plan around that, you're going to miss out on those opportunities. So they're just some of them, you know, with Google, LinkedIn, sales meetings, pricing, podcasts, Facebook ads, ads in HR, media, etc. There's opportunities for testing all over the place. Now, you don't have to keep testing forever, but you just need to test long enough to get the learning and then make a decision. So once you think, yep, okay, I've got a learning from this, we're going to make a call and this is going to be the new control ad or control sales call to action, whatever it may be. But now we can ratchet it up and have a slightly higher level, higher performing result. Some tests work, some don't, but when they work, they can have a seriously positive impact on your business and help you grow faster and easier. Think about it in terms of lots of little one percenters adding up over time. You're getting continuous improvement that probably other companies are not doing. And you'll slowly slip ahead and build up more and more of that momentum, which is the key when you're trying to build a compound marketing system as I talk about. So what's the punchline? Unless you test, you'll never know. Unless you test different options and approaches, you may unwittingly be stuck using a method that's actually losing your money. So give it some thought and test just one thing this week and you may be surprised by the result. Let me know how you get on. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.